What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that knows this is the way. I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Quinza Gooby Goo Morgan. Hello once again, everyone. How's it going? And also with us today, our Star Wars super fan, DJ Ray Jackhand himself, Chris Rowland. Coming up on today's show, man, oh man, we got some big Star Wars news coming at you. Lucasfilm changed their name. Uh, the, 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 the EA contract is broken. And uh, they're also making an Indiana Jones game. All that more coming up on today's show. But first, you know how we do. Let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goob. How's it going, big dog? Man, it's going. It's going really well. Uh, you know, as you know, at the time of this recording, it's Sunday. Just got out of book club. It was a wonderful meeting with the family. Uh, you know, did that. Got a five-star character on Genshin, finally. So we living that good life, baby. What's going over there? What's going down in Libertyville? Uh, uh, not too bad. Did a little, little computer maintenance. Uh, up, upgraded my hard drive a little bit. Um, so that's happy on my end. Uh, I did play some Genshin with you, though, yesterday. So I just wanted to be put yes. on record that I have not completely shaded you um, that much into 2021 yet. So just we'll somewhat. see if I get back to it. Yeah, just somewhat. Just somewhat. Yep. But, you know, I'm chilling over here. Nothing nothing too crazy. Like you said, Sunday, uh, we're recording this around 5.45, almost 6 out here. So uh, we're going to get this done. Then I'm going to make some food and play some board games with the wife. So that's what's happening here on this Sunday uh, in, in northern Illinois. DJ Ray Jackan, how you feeling over there, big dog? Doing great. We've been a chore day over here, so I'm actually currently like rearranging this room. We got my desk in a new location. I see. But I don't. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I really honestly don't know. I think we have too much furniture. We need to get rid of, rid of some stuff, but just trying to, uh, to figure that out today. That's been the project today. And was watching um, Mae Whitman's seminal classic, The Duff, before I got on here with you, Goons, mm-hmm. with Colleen. Look at that. Big movie time out here. Let's go. Very underrated Ooh. film. Check it out. Well, shouts out to the Duff and shouts out to Hillary Duff while we're at it too. But uh, we're not here to talk about that today. Uh, pretty big show. Probably the biggest news so far eight, in eight, 2021, eight, eight. I will say. Um, so, yeah, we're going to kind of get right into it. We got three pieces of news for you guys today. Uh, starting out first off with Star Wars. The Force is strong with this one. Following a litany of announcements, Star Wars, specifically Lucasfilm's games, is set to strike back and bring some much-needed new blood to the table. In an interview with StarWars.com, Douglas Riley, VP of Lucasfilm Games, detailed an upcoming Star Wars project for Massive Entertainment, marking it the first non-electronic art Star Wars property since the infamous 2013 deal. For about a year, Lucasfilm Games has been working closely with Massive Entertainment to set the seeds for a story-driven open-world game in a galaxy far, far away. Based in Malmo, Sweden, Ubisoft's Massive Entertainment is best known for their critically acclaimed series, The Division. While the series has entered—well, I'm sorry—while the series has centered around multiplayer, looter-shooter, open-world, the environmental storytelling and industry-leading cover-based shooting could prove potent in its new Star Wars dressing. However, this massive news has slightly will slightly bury the lead. Uh, like Marvel Studios and PlayStation Studios before, Lucasfilm is looking to put a stamp of quality on its products while signifying cohesion and honoring its legacy. Q Lucasfilm Games. This brand and direction will shepherd the new era of Lucasfilm Games that will see many new collaborations and some old ones as well speaking of the elephant in the room no ea and lucasfilm game have not parted ways according to riley there are quote a number of projects underway with the talented teams at ea end quote i've got a good feeling about this so a lot to break down uh in this whole kind of read up uh we're gonna take it piece by piece as i said before so ray uh let's talk about the first big news i guess we're gonna get an open world story based Star Wars game from Massive Entertainment. Uh, just talk to me. How do you feel? What you is, thinking? Is this is this real life? <laughs> is this what is happening right now? I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't know. Like I, I was. We were talking off before we started the show, and I don't think it's really even set in yet. I'm just like so. I I didn't think it would. I kind of thought we would get this eventually, but it's all happening so fast from when we just opened this show up with talking about squadrons, you know, um, and I was happy they were supporting that. And now, like, you know, Lucas Games is now a thing. Um, so I'm just just excited, really. In the open world, I can only imagine what, you know, 
um, is gonna. Ha- we I played division. We all played division. Yep. You know, I big fan. Of, I'm so happy that they're no longer. Um, I think the biggest thing about this by far is just that they're not tied to EA. They can go with whoever the hell they want for whatever game they want, and it's just they're there and they have all the control as Star Wars should be, as any property honestly probably should be. But yeah, just pure joy. <laughs> What you thinking, Wars? We got a. Uh, I mean, this is huge, man. We got massive entertainment, like Rage said. I mean, they're the guys that made uh, Division One, Division Two. It's a game that we all love. Uh, big open world. Yes, that game was multiplayer focused, but as far as like multiplayer games go with story elements, they really kind of killed it. So you think they're gonna think they got a, I got a good chance to make something dope with the Star Wars property? Yes. So this see now the shit like this. This is kind of shit exciting me. Shit like this, right? What you want, because the, the property is there, right? It's got, the world is so huge to not be able to do something with it. And I'm I'm still confounded that they ain't done it yet. So, like, if this is, like, Division, but with, like, a Star Wars skin on it, you got, like, you ain't got to have the best single player, right? You just got to have, like, the character, make a character, make you care for them, get some progression, get some items, give you something to grind for, i.e. lightsabers, Four powers, exactly. And then throw in the multiplayer aspect. See, I would dump hours into that. If I can run around looking for, the, you know, them dusty-ass brown capes, you know, that Obi-Wan. <laughs> if, if I can get me one of them, if I can get me a lit-ass lightsaber, if I can get, I don't want no gun, I want to cut motherfuckers up, and I'll be down with that. That'll be the move. Okay, then you would really have no trouble getting me on Star Wars then. but You'd be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be, you know, begging you to get on. Cause <laughs> this, this, like, I love just being in a world where you just gotta, like, look for stuff and you gotta have, like, you know, you got them randomly rolled chances of getting, like, a really good something. You know, like a good item. Like, I don't know, like a hat that gives you, like, more resistance or, like, right, another right. one that gives you, like, more, like, uh, telekinesis or I don't know what the hell they call it in Star Wars. You know, lightning. That's the one. You know what I'm saying? I would be there for that. Uh, but, Flying around the cockpit, it, it's cool. It look cool. Now, I ain't going to disrespect nobody, right? It just take a little bit to get me on, onto that, but I'd be all for this. This sounds like a move. Hopefully, it's not another Marvel Avengers situation, though. Okay, you're right. That You're completely right. So, I mean, that's a, that's the kind of thing here. Are we going to have a multiplayer game? Is it going to be, you know, the, the MMO light? I mean, they're saying story-based. Uh, game but the division had story in it so i mean i guess my biggest concern just kind of out the gate is that the division is a um it's a shooter game right it's like one of the best cover based shooters in all of Mm -hmm. in all of games so that lends blasters well that lends uh you know uh military combat but with star wars does come the other kind of jedi stuff so what do you think rage we're gonna see a more or what do you want rather you think we're gonna see more blaster heavy game do you want it to be lightsabers you want to have them dip their toe in the melee combat what you thinking um, I don't know. I don't know. Like this, it's such a broad like thing. I feel like still we're so early. Like open world. Like is it gonna be open world focused on one faction? Or is it gonna be open world? Just you know, like like what? I mean, I, let me ask you guys a question. How do you like truly define like what they're saying it's gonna be? Like an open world um game um that they're that they're teasing right now. Like as a game, you what do you usually look for? Oh, uh, what you think? I mean, like, go ahead. Probably, I, I probably think more like kind of like like in the middle of like um, you have like because the only thing is with division, you know, everybody had to be on the same playing field. You know, what I'm saying either you can't have like everybody be like Jedi's, and then you have like people be bounty hunters, and they'd be like on the same level. That don't make sense. So yeah. it had to be like either everybody be like Sith lords or like or Jedi, or everybody got to be like bounty hunters. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, if it's like you got if you got a hat, chest, arms, legs, cape, and you're running around looking for different gear with like different stats, you're looking for sub stats, yeah. looking for guns, you know, your lightsabers like maybe like you're heavy or something, uh, and you just gotta like grind for loot, you know what I'm saying? Doing yeah. you know, power up and do like raids. I mean, that's what I that's what I hope this is. I mean, that's yeah. what it sounds like to me, but I mean, that'd just be my dream scenario though. Yeah. So like something, yeah, obviously like Division, Destiny, or whatever. Like that's yeah. like I guess that's one of my first questions. Like how open is it going to be? Because you could, I guess you could say that you know, uh, in a way, even though it was a single player game because it wasn't multiplayer, um, you know, um, 
Cal Kestis. Yeah, Fallen Order. Like you could go. It was kind of open world where you go to different worlds and just do your own thing and their side quests or or whatever. Um, but it was a single player, so obviously, and they've said this is multiplayer. Sorry. That- no, th- they haven't said multiplayer, but we're we're getting illusions of it because it's a massive entertainment joint. Right. And the division is heavily multiplayer. Yeah, so so I would that's what I would just assume that's probably gonna be multiplayer. So that's it's right. different, but like yeah, I mean they've already I think with the two games with Fallen Order and, and Squadrons and even Battlefront Two, like they've been seeing what works in, within the Star Wars franchise in these modern day games. You know, mind you, like, Lucas Games is not a new thing. It's been around since, like, 1979 under the guise of, like, Lucas Arts, which, like, you know, I always talk about Shadows of the Empire, and they've made all the other Star Wars games pretty much. They always have a hand in the Star Wars games. Um, and George Lucas, like, founded it. There was, I was just, like, looking up at w- Wikipedia before this, and, um you know, found it as like Lucas, like computer division, which like I think spun it off into Pixar or something, but there was also like the cute computer game thing that developed in the LucasArts and they've made tons of mini- video games since like the early eighties. Um, so it's just kind of a rebrand and like a, it almost just like a reintention, like, like th- th- where this is a focus again, you know, like I feel like, which is, is only good news for, all video game players and especially those who like Star Wars that we're going to, you know, that EA, that's the, like I said before, this, like the thing I didn't like before is that an EA or, the, the, and I not to shit on EA, but any company, any video game company, any group of creators would have the only license to make it. I think opening it up to all sorts of different types of studios and perspectives about how to, what to make a game and doing it under this new Lucas Games kind of umbrella. It's just gonna. It just like all the possibilities opened up, and so I think it's like too early for me to say about like what this is gonna be. I know we've talked, me and you, Dennis, like offline about like that. Um, what's that massive game that like drained a lot of money that people like? Uh, Star Citizen. Stars like yeah. Um, is it are they gonna go for something like Star Citizen? Maybe. I mean, like it's like a Mass Effect, like super open world, like a bunch of different rate. That would be like the that's the dream. Like you can. I don't think you can ever make an open world Star Wars game too big. And so it's like just how much can you stuff into that into that world yeah. and how and like I think the the key is obviously like being able to support it and. I don't know, maybe there's a day where we, you can like put in new, like, like Destiny does and put in new worlds. And I don't, I don't, I, if you can, like, you know. Well, so I think they made a very big point to mention uh, Mass's proprietary engine, Snowdrop, which is a beautiful mm-hmm. engine, right? Like we've seen the Division of the One, Division Two. Like these are beautiful worlds. They build very detailed. Yeah. But I think that's showing you what kind of scale they're looking for, right? These were two singular maps. It wasn't the entirety of New York for the first uh, division, it was like a section of New York. And then same thing with um, Division Two was a section yeah. of Washington D.C. But this was like one to one scale. Everything was like accurate to the people that were actually on yeah. the ground. So that kind of gives you an idea. You can have an open world that's so big, and then you'll have interiors that you can go through freely. There'll be loading spots as far as like yeah. going into the subway or some shit like that. So yeah, hopefully there'll be some kind of verticality to it. Right, you can get to the top buildings like you do in the division. You can get all the way down right. to the bottom. So I can kind of see a contained open world in that kind of sense. And then just like the division, you have the opportunity for dlc that takes you to different maps and different worlds and shit like that yeah i mean I, that's with ubisoft like in the division like that D, that's huge for star wars right and so and I, I even just like battlefront 2 i popped in the other day and they've updated so much like i haven't been in there a lot but maps that like have new details and like they're really beautiful like like the maps in battlefront 2 and stuff like and that was always a thing like like and that's it's, this these games are going to need to look good and i think I don't think we're going to have the issue of Fallen Order not having everything, all the bugs, you know, worked out. Like, you know, these games, I think, are going to be super polished. And, you know, we don't, I don't, it's just, I think we're going to get more games and more consistently since So, I don't know. I think the open world could be anything. I think the, I think there's just a spectrum to it of like the dream is to have everything to be able to be able to be a Jedi or a Mandalorian or just whatever, a bounty, like whatever you want to do. Um, and live within that world as that, you know, that's, that, that's the dream. But like, if it's just like a single, like if it's just Jedi, if it's just, you create your own Jedi and live in this open world in this period of time and play a story and then have other things to do kind of similar to fall in order and then make it all online, a la like destiny or something, then that's also great. So, um, I, yeah, I think I'm just definitely more excited generally about that. This just shows me that 
it like it the the intention is there and it's only going to grow from here and there's only going to be more games and only going to be more studios involved and more money thrown at star wars content um and specifically video game star wars content um so it's just exciting Yeah, it's good. Uh, I think it's cool that you even mentioned it too. Like you're completely right. This is a rebranding. Lucasfilm uh, has been around for Lucasfilm Lucas Games specifically has been around. Lucasarts has been around forever, right? Like they made more games than Star Wars. So if you're a fan of that that production of those people, yeah. then hopefully you get those games back. You get these more double A games that are you know a little more weird or whatever like that. So and I and I love the fact that they're like, hey, no. We're going to take our property. We're going to have our people who know the Bible that is Lucasfilm, you know, if it's Star yeah. Wars or whatever, and you're going to go and you're going to work with these people. Like, it's so cool to hear that they've been working for a year trying to figure out, like, they're trying to drill into them. Like, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to make come from this? So it just really rings to me that they're like, okay, we did the EA deal. It was fine. It wasn't like the biggest thing or the best thing ever, but now we know what we want to do. We know what our, our, our fans expect of us, and we're going to give them that quality. So, no, when you see Lucasfilm games kind of going from this point on, you're like, okay, well, no, these guys, have, they're trying to write this ship. They're trying to actually bring something to this legacy. And that, that's what gets me the most excited. And we're going to talk about uh, their next kind of piece once we get yeah. to the next story. But um, uh, before we get out of here, Juarez, give me your, uh, your elevator pitch for this game. Uh. Okay, so right at the beginning, you can you can you got, you got a little character character creator screen. Uh, you pick well, you got probably got about four or five different subclasses. You know, I I will go with Sith, we'll go with Jedi, we'll go with Mandalorian, whatever else. You know, they got a special different set of skills, blah blah blah. Whatever they do, go through the uh, go through the training section, and then you hit a little single player story just to introduce you to all the aspects of the world. Right, uh, once you do that. Multiplayer, so just like imagine destiny, right? But your heavy weapon is a lightsaber, right? That'd be fucking you have awesome. a pistol, <laughs> and you can force choke people, right? Yeah. You you know you you get like a couple planets, you know, with like certain resources or whatever. You gotta you know go around and craft and you know pick shit up. Then you go to other little planets, and then once you get down to tutorial, you join your friends up. Y'all run around and y'all raid shit. Yeah, like Sith style shit, like you know. Abducting children, teaching them the ways of the force and shit. But <laughs> like you could even be yeah. Sith lords. You know what I'm saying? And you can Bam. even do different things. Like I love the idea of just having like a like in Destiny the slots and like a lightsaber, maybe a blaster. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a force ability. Maybe it's like the Mandalorian. You have your like little wrist blaster thing. Or like, that. Yeah. The, the, the possibilities are endless. I think the the thing they're gonna have to tote the line on though is like. If it's only like three classes, people are going to be pissed that what well, the yeah. classes that get left out, right? That's the hard thing. Um, so, but it'll be interesting to see. See, obviously, I think it's like Jedi and Mandalorian, but I don't know. Is it just going to be like you find your own? I don't know. You find your own way. Like maybe it's just a alien human race, that, yeah. and then you make your own choice. Like, am I going to go do? You know, this is just like completely just using our imaginations to wish for things, but like. Am I going to go to the Jedi Council or do develop like you develop your force side or do you develop your war, like your weapon side or you develop your whatever? Um, I mean, Ray had like a staff, a blaster, and a lightsaber, mm-hmm. so it's like multifaceted out different, here. Yep. Different, um, a lot of a lot of different um, possibilities. The only thing I was going to say before we, we hit to the break is the one thing that's on my highest wish list for all of this, and I'd love to see like an evolution of the Lucas Arts to Lucas Games kind of behind the scenes a la like what they've done on the Disney Plus stuff for um mm. for the behind the scenes like on the Mandalorian and like just like Star Wars in general from a production standpoint like, just like how this is involved yeah just like how this has evolved because like, like like we've said like they've had their hands on all these games and like every single Star Wars game that has come out you look on the back and you see that like purple and like gold man Lucas Arts loco like you know like this isn't like again like it's like not a new thing they've always had their hands in all these video games but there are certain video games force Un- force unleashed for for example that Shouts kind out. of that kind of but like that game is very controversial in the sense that it really like that's probably one of the most the biggest properties that got away from i think what like a george lucas you know centered star wars canon thing is and i think like what disney is doing right now they're brilliantly like bringing back in those legends characters like when everybody weaving everything yeah they're weaving it back in and putting back piecemealing it back in and so like obviously all the people that like lost their shit because they want to see like um 
what's his name? Fucking Star Wars Darth Apprentice. Maul. No, the, the Darth Luke Vader Apprentice uh, from Force Unleashed. Um, oh, oh, uh, his apprentice, the, the apprentice. Yeah, that dude. That's know. like super OP. Just like they just gave him all the powers and yeah. stuff. Like, like, it, like you know what I mean? Like apprentice. it was like there's a lot of people like that. They're gonna have to like nerf a lot. Like it's not gonna be canon to what that game was. And so it's like there were certain games that were completely like Rogue Squadron on N64, like completely canon, completely down toting that line. Then you have yeah. like Force Unleashed games that kind of went out out there. That's not gonna like really necessarily be brought into the canon. Where Shadows of the Empire stay? Is that just gonna be go away? Is Dash Rendar gonna go away? Like I always, it's gonna be. I, I just want to know like how these relationships between studios and these games like developed into what it is now, and then what it's gonna look like right now. You know, like I'm, I, I'm so obviously excited. it's gonna be the best it ever has, and they're gonna have because of there's no <laughs> doubt of what I mean. Star Wars is the most valuable you know intellectual property probably in the world like one of like well second the to the bethesda content. deal but um you're completely right though <laughs> yeah, it, yeah i'm, I'm kind of just talking out of my ass right now but i'm just saying like no, no i'm like, talking shit about bethesda star yeah. wars is worth way more than bethesda yeah, fuck right. off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like but you know like so they're not gonna let any game slip out of you know into that you know, so it's all going to be within the the walled garden, I guess, of the yeah. canon, and make sure everything's taken care of. Everything is like Dave Filoni esque, you know, John Favreau esque, like tied up and like you know, it's so it's definitely the best. But I would just love to see like what how that is developed um, throughout the years, and then just how they like because they're really opening it up, and that's the best part about it. Like I said, everyone to other studios, it, you it's can like, actually are, you are, can are make there mistakes. Like, like is uh you know is Dice and like uh, Bethesda and like Ubisoft and EA just like like making a meeting with like John, Dave, and George Lucas and like saying here's our game and they like green light it or not like what's like how does that process work you know or are the ideas coming from Lucas Games and then they ship it out you know like what's I would just love to know how that yeah. kind of develops since it is just like Lucas Arts overseeing other companies making their games so the games. Um, like, yeah, it's like, it Lucas like games really... is like the video game Jedi council. And then like the other, like the studios get to go out and they'll guide them along the way of the force. Yeah. It's like, it sounds, it sounds like it's really, uh, uh, the ideal situation. You find a studio that you trust, you know, Ubisoft, they make dope games and massive. I feel like is like one of the better of the studios there. Um, and then you ask them what you want to do and you yeah. give them a year to give them a prep. But and so we, <laughs> We can probably expect this game in 2023. That's when the EA deal will end. It was in 2013, 10-year deal. 2023 will be when it's over. So I'm assuming that obviously they're gotten their ducks in the row, as it were. So as soon as that deal's up, we'll see hopefully their game uh, in that year. Um, so, Ray, give me your give me your elevator pitch. You've been kind of coy, but give me your quick elevator pitch of what you want. Well, okay. It's not really an elevator pitch of... of- of the game I want specifically, but it's more of the fact that like, I want these people that have developed these studios that have developed really great star Wars mechanics, you know, EA with, um, with fallen order motive with like battlefront or with, uh, um, with the dog fighting with squadrons. And then maybe some of like the massive, you know, big ground battle of battlefront and with dice. Like I, it's kind of, I think this is like probably won't happen. But like if those people, those people can work together at these kind of mechanics they perfected and then come all together to make a really big like Star Wars game where you can do all like air, ground, you know, Jedi, whatever, like that would be my ultimate like pie in the sky dream that, you know, we could be playing an open world game where you can get an X-Wing and you're flying it with the same kind of mechanics and like uh, of a, you know, of, of squadrons and then you can ju- park that X-Wing, jump out and like, you know have the third person shooting of battlefront two or, or, you know, have the, have the lightsaber technique and battle style from like, it couldn't be exact, but like very similar to like what was developed in fallen order. Like that's, I think my biggest thing. Cause like, I want to be able to like, that's to be able to put all of that together into one game, I think is like the ultimate would be the ultimate, but um, I don't know that, I guess that would be, <laughs> my elevator pitch and then just pick a story, you know, and then just like what story are we going to tell? But like, if we can put all of the, those mechanics within, or at least a lot of the mechanics within, you know, a big open game, that would be my dream. 
Well, I mean, it's a lofty one, I think, for sure. But with Lucas Games, uh, a new thing, I mean, anything's possible, right? Uh, I think Ubisoft would probably be set up best to do it because they have so many different... Um, so many different studios within their umbrella, they could, they could probably come up with something like that. I feel, you know, if they were pushed to yeah. uh, to make it happen. Uh, but for me on my side, I mean, I want to give a big shout out to Star Wars 1313, which got canceled uh, uh, right when this deal happened. And then shouts out to Amy Hennig's game, Ragtag, I think was the code name. Uh, both those games were allegedly pretty far in development and they were actually really good games. But um, specifically with those two, they had a lot of story elements that I like. I mean, Amy Hennig obviously made the Uncharted series, so those games are super cinematic and they're like movies. And then Ragt, or sorry, not Ragtag, but the demo trailer for 1313 also had its big set piece moment. So I would love to see if Massive were to uh, put that into their game because while The Division is an awesome game, it's a looter shooter, it does have a story. There aren't too many like, um, super cinematic set pieces they're all kind of in the game or whatever like that i would see like a big right. you know some shit falling down and you run around a lot like the fallen order and shit like that so yeah like i feel like goob's pitch is the most re- realistic like if it's like a star wars-esque destiny with it's like you know and it has it's like twists that are unique to it but like give me that kind of thing where i just enjoy grinding with my friends yeah and that like raids and like things like that and because that's what i want that's like because battlefront is 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 fine but like i'm kind of over that like i think like i the jumping and the rolling like i want something more a la the division more tactical like not the run i'm fine with all blasters i don't really need a lightsaber and if we're 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 just ground troops or we're like a small almost like rogue one like a small infantry unit that would be kind of cool to to live in that world and just be going around and and maybe assisting the the people with the lightsabers yeah yeah so true big bet all right, well, yeah, that's um, that's Star Wars, man. This is gonna be this is gonna be exciting. We won't see anything probably for another couple of years, but uh, we'll keep our eye on, it and we'll we'll be there the it's whole okay. way. There's to plenty of squadrons it. to go around. Plenty of squadrons to go around. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more. Stay with us. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, if you want to check us out. You know, go to our website. We are obliviouspod.com. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with us, also check us out on socials. For Instagram, we are at obliviouspod. And then on Twitter, we are at obliviouspod1. Uh, give us a follow. Tell us we're pretty. Tell us you love us. Tell us we're great. All right, back to the show. And we're back. Next up, number two. Machine Games is developing an Indiana Jones title in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. The news comes by way of Bethesda's Twitter account, where they tested a sorry, where they teased a quick clip showing a table adorned with maps, notes, and other trinkets of the famed archaeologist Todd Howard, known Indiana Jones fan, <laughs> is set to executive produce while still fulfilling his duties to Starfield and Elder Scrolls VI. While still very early, the game will be an original tale during Indy's prime. Machine Games is perhaps the best fit for such a task, given their special hatred for Nazis. They are uh, most well known for the Wolfenstein series, which places players in uh, control of BJ Blazkowicz to, you guessed it, kill Nazis. With Xbox acquiring Bethesda and the biggest deal of all time, all wonder if this title will be an Xbox slash PC exclusive. If so, Xbox fans may finally have their answer to PlayStation's acclaimed Uncharted series, which itself is based on Indiana Jones and his exploits. Fellas, we got uh, more more, in, more uh, Lucasfilm news happening here again. This is what's happened with Lucasfilm's games. They're going to go out. They're going to make all their properties. Indiana Lucas Jones Games. Wanna... Or is it Lucasfilm Games or is it Lucas Games? Sorry. L- Lucasfilm Games, right? I think it's Lucas Games. Let's see. Lucas. Lucasfilm Games. Let's see. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Lucasfilm Fuck Games, me. right? Yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> That's a good check. That's a good check on me. I just I just do this shit and like you know, I don't I think it should have been stuff. Lucas Games. I think Lucasfilm Games is uh it's a that mouthful. That's sense. why I keep fucking uh, skipping. Uh, Lucas Films uh, are for the films. Lucas Games for the games. Motherfuckers, don't overthink. And it. that's why I was messing up because it was Lucas Arts before. And Lucas Arts, you would think Lucas Games. But I know it was Lucas Arts before. I like honestly, games. like I preferred Lucas Arts. Yeah, honest. to be honest, yeah. Okay. But like arts is too obscure. Just put art, change art with games. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, okay. So Lucasfilm Games. This is what they're doing. These are though. properties. You say what? The logo's cute though. The logo is super cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, they asked that logo though, but you know, rest in peace, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, so they, yeah, they're I mean, not using it. What? No, it's 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 the new logo is just Lucasfilm Games. Yeah, it's like no, that's it's just like oh, that's the logo I was talking about. Oh, you're saying that one's cute. I thought you were talking yeah. about the dude because the arts had the little yeah. the arts had the little guy with them or whatever, right? 
holding his hands up. Yeah. With the yeah. He had the, it was a star above him or some bullshit? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Yeah. Indiana Jones. First of all, before we get into this, because I am gonna, I feel like I'm going to be alone here. Do either of you, uh, are either of you fans of the Indiana Jones series? Oh, absolutely. I'm, ex- I'm excited okay. about this. Yeah. I mean, I caught him in like passing on TNT. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch him in the entirety, so... I mean, I know what it is, but that's really about it. Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark is my shit. Melt that face off. Oh, my God. Raiders is so good. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> so I guess the big news of it, right, is that they're making the title. And then who it's coming from, Machine Games, uh, they did the Wolf and Son series, like I said before. It, it's pretty wild because that's a game about blowing up and killing Nazis in the most violent way possible. Yeah. But I shit you not, it has probably one of the better stories in gaming in the past like ten years. Like it's actually a super heartfelt story. Uh, this guy BJ Blazkowicz, like he's you know he's a Nazi killer. He's out here doing his thing. He looks super unassuming. He just like any he looks like any bro muscle head that you would see destroying shit. But um, they actually made a really good character on him, and they expand on it very much so in the second game. These games, the Wolfenstein series, not going to get too far in their history. You know, they're back there with Doom, some of the original first-person shooters out there, but uh, it got kind of a, I guess, soft reboot for the 360 generation when it had Wolfenstein, um, the New Order, I believe, was the game, and then it had yeah, Youngblood, it. which was DLC, thank you, Warriors, and then... Um, Wolfenstein 2, which premiered on, or I guess launched on the Xbox One generation, PS4. Um, they just really expanded that source. So all to say is that, I mean, if Lucasfilm Games, <laughs> the company who makes films and now games again, uh, they're going to be looking to push their story, then I think Machine Games and Bethesda uh, are going to be the ones to really tackle it. What do you think, Whereas You think it's going to be a, a banger out here coming from uh, coming from our Nazi hating homies over there uh, <laughs> at Machine Games? Uh, it should, you know, only thing you gotta watch, you know, as per Dennis, you gotta watch out for the bugs when the game probably launched. But <laughs> other than that, it's, 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 I mean, it sounds like they, you know, it's a good franchise. People love it. Um, you know, Xbox does need something to compete with Uncharted, which is overrated, but that's a story for another day. Um, but I mean, it sounds good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll play it. You know, I might, I might rent it, you know, not like, like, it don't seem like a must have on like my radar, but like, I'm, I'm here for it. I tried but, out. But here's the thing. It's going to be on Game Pass. Now, do you think, Warriors, do you Ooh. think this is going to be an exclusive? Because we've talked about it now. I don't, we, we don't have to get in the argument here, but I think, um, I think we're somewhere split on whether Elder Scrolls and Starfield, these big tent poles are going to be on everywhere, if they're going to be on Xbox exclusive. But I think this is the perfect opportunity to make this Indiana Jones game only playable on Xbox, a la Game Pass. So they don't even need you to get the Xbox. You can get the Xbox if you want to. You can get Game Pass 15 months. You get this game. Do you think that they're going to make such a shrewd move with this massive, massive property? No, I don't think they will. Oh, uh, I don't think Phil Spence he 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 won't he his his soul telling him to do it but his heart won't let him do it. <laughs> I think it should be a timed exclusive. Like okay, it should be okay. like put it on the Xbox for like a year and then like oh well then you send it out to everybody else. But Phil Spencer, he's not gonna do it. I'm telling you, he's too nice of a person to even think about doing that. So I I would I'd be like yeah 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 y'all like Indiana Jones okay you gotta get this Xbox but he's not he ain't gonna do that though. I wish they would but that's just hoping man. I think so too, man. I I want them to, and I think they will. To be honest, I think this is a perfect opportunity. Like I said, I mean, this can be theirs. There's no uh, no other allegiance to anyone else. Like it's a new thing, kind of coming out of nowhere. I mean, yes, Machine Games makes games for PlayStation as well, but I think they should kind of hit it. Um, so yeah, Rayban, what do you want to see in this in this Indiana Jones game coming out of kind of Machine Games? Machine Games they make first person shooters. Do you want them to stay that? Do you want to see you want to be third person? You want to see Indy with the with the whip swinging it out here. Uh, I mean, I think, I think it'd be great to like, just kind of mix those a bit. Like, cause the first thing I think is like, um, the last of us esque like adventure game, fallen order esque, whatever. Cause that fits like what Indiana Jones is. He's just like, yeah. a treasure hunter. Um, but then if you want to Im- make it more combat based, the thing about the combat and I think Indi- some Indiana Jones may be upset. That's like never been like, th- there's like set pieces of like escape and things, but there's never really been like the, like, you're not going to go into a death match in an Indiana Jones game. That would be kind of weird. But if they, I mean, I-, I think it could be still be fun if they like, but I'm saying like, they're going to have to like create with some story and like what that would, um, entail. But if it's like more of a. I don't know, like Golden Eye War esque, like you know, 
mixed with some adventure, like, and maybe a first person shooter or third person, you know? Um, and you said, well, you said they do first person. So let's just say it's first person shooter. I think it could still work um, that way. Maybe like Bioshock-esque, maybe. Um, oh, I like it. That's a good, you know? big story heavy game. I yeah. Like um, that's kind of what, what pops in my head. But like, I, I, I love Indiana Jones and stuff. And it's, again, out of the Lucas Lucasfilm games. I just hate that. I hate I'm, the more I say it, I hate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it feels wrong when you say it. It like, does. Lucasfilm games. Like, what? <laughs> it's just they're just games, though. Um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'll drop it eventually. Um, but yeah, so I think something like that. I mean, I'm just excited because I think it's. I think Indiana Jones is a dope world to play in, and yeah, um, keep them coming. Um, I love that like treasure hunting, like make it you know, uh, Egyptian like alien pyramid stories you know like hell yeah yeah i want them to go all out i mean machine games like i said a million times they've known for their first person shooters but yeah let's 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 try it out let's let's go into the third person i mean i think the biggest it feels like a third person right it feels like it it would have to be if we're if we're thinking because it's been such a circle right like uncharted is inspired by indiana jones but also tomb raider and then so uncharted uncharted was what i was searching for not last yeah, it did the, yeah. Did, it did the whole cinematic story. It, pretty simple gameplay as far as like the shooting and the puzzle goes, but it just matched so well together. And then you saw the Tomb Raider reboots come out, and those started to emulate it as well. So if we get like a third, you know, third person in this ring trying to have this Uncharted esque gameplay, and it's the actual IP that kind of inspired all of it, that would be a great, you know, a cool little circle kind of closed. Um, but what I was gonna say is that. Um, Oh, Horizon. Or as you played Horizon Zero Dawn, that game came from Guerrilla Games, who only made first-person shooters. They made the Killzone series, and they had never made a third-person um, action game before, and they made Horizon, and they fucking killed it. So uh, so much so that they killed Killzone. So, and that'll be up next uh, here later. But yeah, shouts out to Bethesda. Shouts out to um, you know uh, Indiana Jones. Whereas, I guess the bugs may not be in... Uh, <laughs> they may not be in this game, but they're taking Todd Howard away. He said he's going to multitask here, but if there's any bug in Starfield or... Uh, <laughs> oh, there will be bugs. Or Elder Scrolls Six and uh, Indiana Jones is seemingly, seemingly to blame, I guess so. Yes. That's <laughs> right. a part of the game, man. That's the fun part, finding the bugs. You know? Oh, it's fine. It's, a, it's, it's like, a, it's, it's like the, the texture on the wall to find the, uh, all the bullshit yeah. in there. I finally had one the other day in Cyberpunk. You so. said you finally have one. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, Story I had a, a different day. Well, I streamed Cyberpunk for like three hours. Not a single bug popped up. That was awesome. Stu's also a lunatic playing video games. So, oh man, yeah, I'll, I'll plug that. Well, lady. You guys don't worry. You guys don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, number three, uh, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed into 2022. While thanking the fans and stating the game needs time to finish, Avalanche Software seemingly have gotten very much ahead of what many fear for 2021 titles. Uh, Set in the 1800s, this open-world action RPG will see the player as a student at the famed Hogwarts School of Witchcraft Witchcraft and Wizardry. After being leaked in 2018, Hogwarts Legacy was officially announced by Sony in late 2020. Whereas probably one of your most anticipated games uh before of 2020 was this game so how are you feeling about this delay of hogwarts legacy um actually not like i mean you're a little disappointed in it but it's good though that like i realized that the game needs a delay i love to take time to polish a game because as soon as they put out a turd game people just rip it to shreds and then it gets buried and then not good and nobody plays it and it's just a sad story nobody wants deal. that story yeah so you know, if they going to, you know, take an extra year to make me a little little system where I can be a fucking wizard, give me my little damn wand, I can pick what spells I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're going full. Wingardium you know, Leviosa. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> we're going to do that. And then we're going to get the, the killing stupefy. spells. Yeah, all that. All that. So it's, it is disappointing, but. It's it, you don't want to put out a turd game, so like I, I can wait for it. And plus, like this year, probably gonna be full of full of games, so that way next year we can we can uh we can enjoy Hogwarts and it's uh you know Dumbledore's irresponsible ass. So or he won't even be there because eighteen hundred he he ain't even born. Actually, how old is he? I was about to ask. I don't know. I don't think, I think so. Like, he shouldn't be there. There's no way he shouldn't be. I think he's like a hundred and something. So I think yeah. he'd probably be the headmaster in front of him. So 
Yeah. It'd what, be cool, though. It'd, it'd be dope. What's your hype level for the game? Because, I mean, it looks awesome. I mean, I, I like yeah. Harry Potter pretty okay, but, I mean, this looks oh. actually pretty good. Um, Hype level, probably, I'd probably say a good eight. Kino. I love running around, collecting shit, uh, you know, doing dungeons, um, you know, getting armor or whatever. I guess it'd just be a robe or whatever, you know. So <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I, I think it's going to be tight. Like, just being in that world in itself, just, you know, just... You know, if you you know the scene when you first, you know, open up and then you see Harry Potter, then they go to Hogwarts and then big like on the they taking them on the boats to the castle. You know, that's just a whole move. You like you don't act like you don't want to be there because I want to be there. Well, the cafeteria is the one place you want to be in all of Hogwarts, and I want that to be yes. open. And you just go in there and you just like ask for yes. food, and it just yeah. the table it just, just fills up. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you just like these flying man. That's it's gonna be dope. I don't care what nobody say. I mean, the you know the um, J.K. Rowling, she's sus. not the best best person. She real sus, <laughs> but uh, it's a cool IP though. So that's a that's a you know you just brought up a good point. Now this is complete speculation on my end. I mean we've been doing a lot of speculating this year, not this year. Sorry, this this episode so far. But I know this game probably needs to be worked on, but. Along with the game improving, I think it even helps them more because we get farther and farther away from J.K. Rowling's yes. terrible, terrible 2020 comments. So, um, yeah, I think that's good because they've gone out of their way to say that she's not involved with this, but it's still her property, obviously. So she's going to get money from it. So if that's right. something that you're not OK with, then, yeah, then that's something you have to deal with as well. But I think getting it away from that, like I said before, is only good for them because um, it sucks that she kind of sucks and this is a good uh, franchise otherwise right good good little world to be in i like i, I can dig I, what were the ps2 harry potter games i feel like i played those i feel like they were pretty decent bro Am you I got me i have no clue bro you got me i think there was like maybe like maybe a ps2 era harry potter game that i played i don't know maybe i'm making hmm. it up maybe i dreamed it but yeah i'm also um Looking forward to this. Honestly, didn't know this until you read this. I didn't know there was a Harry Potter game in development, but shit. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'll, I'll cast some spells. Oh, there is a Harry Potter uh, Quidditch Cup on PS2. That's probably <laughs> there's a whole was. collection of these no, games. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> the Sorcerer's no. Stone, the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, every movie has a game. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I played those. They were kind of like the Matrix games. Oh, so just oh, trash whoa. then? <laughs> yeah, just like play through the story. Game. Yeah, just play through the story. Have Jesus. relive the movies in your video game. Yeah. Do you remember when I bought that Matrix games? Uh, Raves. We went to, uh, we, went to the mall. Like and- we talking trash. We fucking love that game. You well, the, it's like a story in my head that I tell myself all the time when I'm pretending to talk to people. Is that uh, I knew when I lost Rage to FIFA is when we got the LAN or whatever it was, and we were online. Like he only played sports games. It was FIFA, Madden. NBA back in the day before 2K mm-hmm. took over, uh, but had, the last game we really played together <laughs> was that uh, Enter the Matrix. Matrix, that terrible, terrible game on GameCube <laughs> that I bought from EB Games, and I also bought um, yep. NFL or NBA Street Volume Two at the same time. Ooh, it was it was it was the now jump was from Nintendo. It was the jump from Nintendo to Sony, <laughs> is what got me. And that, like, because you even had the network my imagination. for. For uh for GameCube, but there was no game because you couldn't play Madden. You could no, I remember I bought that fucking network adapter for the yeah. fucking GameCube. Just knowing, I'm like, oh, finally, I'm joining the internet. Plug that thing in. Ain't a goddamn game supported by that except for <laughs> Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> that was the only one. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. And then I didn't really get into online gaming until uh. Juarez showed me Gears of War, and then I had to get the longest Ethernet cable ever to That's play the with MRP. <laughs> That's the move. And the rest oh, is history. Man. What a game! Shouts out to Fat Boy Seventeen out here. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> Pour one out for the homies. <laughs> Well, that's it for our big three news items. Uh, we got a couple extra bits. We're going to kind of hit them up uh, pretty quickly. We're going to go into what we've been playing and uh, what's going to happen next week. So uh, first up, as I alluded to before, Killzone website or Killzone is kind of maybe been being killed 
completely. The website has been retired. Uh, this doesn't ex- affect their online multiplayer stuff as far as like leaderboards and shit. I think you can't make a clan anymore. But other than that, their stuff is still up. Um, Killzone launched on PS2. Uh, I think it was. Oh, man. It was it's a long time ago. 2004 is when Killzone launched, and as I said, Guerrilla Games has moved on to the Horizon series, uh, but this is a game that's kind of near and dear to my heart, and we've been kind of wanting, we being the Killzone fans, wanting a, a resurgence of this, but I think they're going to kind of keep with um, Horizon. Did you guys ever play the Killzone series at all? Yes, on PlayStation. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you like it? Yeah, it was, it was a good shooter. Um, I remember playing when like PlayStation at first started doing like online stuff, mm-hmm. or not first, I guess, when they were... Cause it was free then. I remember when Kill when I played yep. Kills on it. God, it was awful. Like the network stability was so trash. Was <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, bro, I see why this shit free. That like, shit it was, was big free for a bad. reason. I was like, man, shit, I be lagging like this. Like I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I still played it like an idiot, but uh, I, I did play. I think Kills on like one and two. Yeah. After that, I was like, you know, I'll go couple play Call of Duty. Like you know, all the rest of these Muppets. Yeah, they were dubbed as uh the game, the series rather was dubbed as like a Halo killer. It never got to those heights, but man, Guerrilla Games like they really they know their shit. They Killzone Shadowfall, which launched with the PS4, you know, back in 2013, is still to this day a beautiful, beautiful game. And that engine, that engine, um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but that proprietary engine is is really good. They used it for uh, Horizon, of course, and then even Kojima uh, went and got it for his game. Um, Death Stranding. Oof. Brain's breaking for a second out here. All right. Next up, uh, Cyberpunk offic- uh, officially releases a- an apology. <laughs> uh, it's about five minutes long, I think, or something like that. Uh, and the internet's upset about it. So that's a thing happening. Uh, they did their best to apologize. And then, you know, they said that the streaming system in the uh, game wasn't up to snuff. That's the thing that makes it all run. It's an open world game, obviously. Everything has to be streamed in constantly. Um, and on the old systems, it just wasn't up to snuff. So that was a, kind of the biggest um, expl- explanation out of that. But I think the news bit is that we're not going to see the Xbox Series X or PS5 variants of this game until the second half of 2021 which is a long way away. And I think that kind of sucks because they're doing their best to patch up the uh, last-gen consoles. And since they're doing that, you guys on PS5 and Xbox Series X will have to wait a little bit longer to get your update. My game works fine, so... (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Uh, One more uh, bit of rumor mill, I guess, cyberpunk information. Uh, Apparently, they said that they didn't start development fully on the game until 2016. Uh, This is coming out of Bloomberg, I believe, the piece uh, that they had written up there. Uh, It kind of makes sense since The Witcher 3 would have shipped in 2015, and then The Witcher 3's DLC would have wrapped up in 2016. So that kind of tracks out Hmm. to me, but I mean, I guess given the size of the game... 2016 to 2018 presumably but what i'm sorry 2019 was the original release date it's not a lot of time so um no it's yeah. not a lot of time to make six different versions of a game yeah right i think that's the biggest thing i think i think if you're doing full production everyone hand to i don't know hand to the, the grindstone or whatever it is for three years you could probably make just one version like the pc version and just like break that out into something else but to make it across nine different versions that's probably what the biggest problem was but oh 100 percent. yeah so yeah there's some news you can dig into that if you want to go to bloomberg and finish reading that entire uh, little gossip piece i suppose and then we also got a new sure. broken character in genshin whereas i have no oh, idea what this is about so please explain it to me <laughs> nah man it's a, it's a new character came out on genshin man and the character's totally op uh it uh, it, it, I'm, I feel like they gonna have, they gonna nerf it because I feel like it's, she breaking the game. Like mm. it's, it's like levels like you more than my boy Diluke out here. More than him, it's like a five star character. Like everybody thought she's gonna be garbage. Came out literally, she can be like level one with gear and she can just dump truck shit. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, I did get her though. I did. I, I wasted my little my little ten wishes and I got her. So now I got to build her up and I probably be streaming that. In the future here, so everybody can see what we got going down, okay? At the risk... Yeah, she's a must-get character, just so y'all know. So get her. 
at the risk of giving you any more airtime to talk about goddamn Genshin give Impact, it, give it. <laughs> you recently told me that uh, you can now buy or use your money on your mobile device. So how's that been going for you? <laughs> because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, let me set the stage before you do it, because you've been playing this game for at least a million hours. And everyone out there, if you can't remember, because this saga has been going on forever, uh, Warriors could not purchase anything on his console or his PC, rather. But now you can't on mobile. So have you yeah. been purchased anything? How much money have you sunk in, in the past three days, I guess? I spent 10 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> I just bought like, I bought the battle pass. So it was like five bucks. And I was like, oh. And then I like just purchased like $5 just for like to convert some currency. Mm. So only that. But like the workaround is like, you know, like play, like console and mobile is connected so like okay. but if i if i buy from my phone you can still use it. it through apple but like on the pc i gotta buy straight from my credit card so but you know i and i was like man i like this game i throw y'all ten dollars y'all don't need it but like i appreciate it you know so but we'll keep checking in the, to see what you the do on. yeah but i mean we we're we gonna keep it we're gonna keep it low budget i, I like being like this is my ten dollar account and it is I've got, it's really good so i kind of like that status more than like this is my 300 dollars account you know what i'm saying oh okay all right well done yeah <laughs> bang all right that's it for news uh what you guys been playing we'll talk about that right quick before we uh before we wrap this big bad boy up uh ray bands what you been on you still on some star wars squadrons what's happening over there yeah, uh, that's all I play. I haven't honestly I haven't flown in in a, in a few days, and I'm feeling a little guilty. But no, we've uh, we did start streaming. Obviously, I think we've talked about that in previous episodes. Um, so Panda Squadrons out there. We've got like panda, two panda, recruits. Panda. Um, got one person that I fly with. That's like really good. Um, Is just the Reddit so, homie you found from a yeah couple yeah? Just found somebody on the the squadrons Reddit, and we kind of hit it off, and um, so. We got a really fun like flea battles win the other day, and that, like that was like the first that was a the best time I've had playing this game yet. And it was just I just had one other um, friend, and then the other three were just randos. But like we were like to be able to talk and like and them, them actually be able to respond and like get people off my back. And I tell them I'm going for a bombing run, and I like hit the X wing on, and I was like the last hit on one of the crits on the you know as I was getting it was pretty dope. And then like close game and everybody was like you know it was just like that's what like this game is beautiful and it's like even though there's not a lot to do it's like that game mode just doesn't get old get, doesn't get old if you're playing it the right way with friends like it's such a big deal and i think it's what's contributed to the community being pretty dope and pretty open and pretty like just um people are like you need friends to play and you need to be a good person <laughs> in order to be successful and be supportive and like not you know um get you know have patience and help people so um it's a lot of fun and yeah I, i've got a new b-wing uh build so i'm really i went full tilt max speed which means the like <laughs> i think like 30 maneuverability um and now i'm rocking the roto cannon so it's literally like just a big like Gatlin gun esque, um, like heavy, um, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, so, and then I always have to jump in the X wing um, if if those screechy boys get out of pocket. But um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> screechy boys. It is a, that's how it is. Like B wing is my f- this is one I want to get in, but like if it's like if if, 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 if you know they're kind of targeting my B wing, I'm not getting much help, and I need to like show them really what's up. I'll, I'll hop in my Luke's my my uh x-wing covered in swampy bits from um you know from uh dagobah and uh mm. they can't they can't touch me then so um when yeah. those screechy boys get out of pocket that's that's, that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's actually uh like- from that i can't uh take credit for that somebody popped in my stream and called them screechy boys uh um, okay gotcha and I, I like that term a lot now are those the ties the ties <laughs> the the tie fighters, yeah. yeah i got you makes sense that's awesome. Yeah, no, shouts out to that. I'm glad you got friends that can play with you that are good at the game because whenever I play with you, I'm just like, I'm like, like Jay, wait, steps wait, behind. don't, nope, nope. He's like, wait, what, what? Oh, I got one on me. <laughs> you're by yourself. You're by yourself. Come back. What? Yeah, what ways back? Okay, I'm terrible. It's it's, it's bad. <laughs> just no, just wait. Just just wait for help. Don't go there. Just be patient, Dennis. Be patient, man. You saw me playing Cyberpunk. No patience, no chill. I just go for the <laughs> yeah. jugular. 
Well, it's then like you need to ro- rock a B. I'm the same way though, and like that's why I rock a B wing with super heavy and a roto cannon. Because like if you're gonna do that, you better like be taking people out before they take you out. I got no chill. Yeah. Whereas what we've been on out here. Yeah. Uh, so every Tuesday at six o'clock, I get on Destiny to try <laughs> to get an exotic weapon. The professional from a raid. gamer schedule yeah. over here. Yeah, I am. Uh, if y'all know, every Destiny raid has an exotic attached to it. So I am collectively, I have been doing it five, six weeks. I am O of 20 from getting this exotic rocket launch. So every Tuesday I do that. And then that's the only time I've been logging to Destiny. And the rest I play, cyber, I play a little bit of Cyberpunk. I do, I've been getting, I've been doing, because I, on Cyberpunk, I feel bad if I don't do like enough side quests because like I'm on the last mission, right? So I want to do it. But I feel I like, well, I want to go do some side quests. So I do some of that, and then the rest of the time is devoted to Genshin leveling up my characters. Shouts out. Uh I'm gonna Bang. put I'm gonna put this into the ether. Tuesday streams with Juarez doing Destiny raids. All right. It's gonna just put that out there. Ooh. Yep. Just gonna can y'all send me some good good vibes so I can get this. So y'all are just doing the once a week no stream more. right now, right? Like once a week and then and maybe some extra. Yeah, at the moment, mine's are going to be Saturday. I'm going to do another stream this Saturday. I'm going to try to promote right, it. I so think you, I'm going to start Spider-Man and just do like a... Because I can do that in like a couple streams. Just do that whole game. Then I'll go ahead and say Thursday night will be Squadron stream for sure. Like that's the day I will stream Squadron. So now that's we have fucking Goob good. on We're Tuesday, gonna... me on Thursday. So you got Destiny with Goob on Tuesday, Dogfighting Squadrons with me on Thursday, and then I guess Cyberpunk or whatever you're playing Saturday. Oh, Saturday's a mixed down, baby. You, you might morning. get Saturday morning cartoons with Dennis Johnson. You, you gonna get a little bit of DJ everything. Goof we, Troop. We did Cyberpunk for a hot one minute, and then we did um, Scoop Doop, <laughs> and then we did uh, Genshin. Uh, so the channel for me is gonna be uh, DJ underscore Goof underscore Troop. Is the uh, is the the Twitch Twitch TV slash DJ underscore Goof underscore Troop. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Cyberpunk. Dude, I finished. Yours? Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oblivious Warriors. Nice. Way easier. May or may Mine's not be Ray changing Wing. mine, but we'll see. <laughs> At Ray Wing. I really just want Chuki come out of everything, but since I got on the Xbox, people are like, oh, it's cool. I'm going to take that. And it's like, awesome. Did that like 15 years ago. And here we are now. Uh, but yeah, I finished up Cyberpunk. Uh, I've done the campaign to its completion. I think my playtime nice. is somewhere north of 60, but less than 70, I think. Checks out. I would have to check to be sure, um, but I did start over once, and I had 25 hours in that playthrough before I started over. <laughs> uh, I only did one of the endings. I want to do maybe one more, and I haven't decided yet how I want to approach this. I could clear the map, but I also could just start a new character and just stream that, and I think that might be the move, and that way I can just do all everything on this one. Like I'll just stream, do the campaign, I'll do all the extras. So that could be that could be a move. So, hmm. but yeah, we've been kind of alluding it, I guess. But that's kind of our big our big plans as far as like the next week and try to get these streams going. Uh, you guys can expect another episode as well. Um, not sure exactly when, but we will be back. Um, and yeah, so that's what's kind of happening out here. Oh. The next episode should be. I'm gonna tease this out. Hopefully, I can hold up to it. The next episode should be game of the year. What do you think, Warriors? Yes, it will be. We sh- we should be able to get there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna do our kind of our own way because it's only really the two of us. Ray steps in here every now and then, but you know, Ray's not gonna give like all the games. I mean, you can do what you want to if you want to come through. I'm not but important enough for that. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> I also, think my, Goof- my pick. I'm picking from like three games. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, we're, it's going to be truncated. So I think Warriors. I think we'll do five games, and then we'll, five games a piece, and then we'll do one okay. runner up. So Dope. six games. So that's like twelve games I'm between the two of us. Um, that should be a fun show. We get to argue, figure out what we want, maybe guess who's going to be what. I think Warriors is might be Genshin, which is pretty crazy. Could and be. I think mine might not be Cyberpunk, which is also pretty crazy. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, we'll see how that goes. What you think, Warriors? Uh, I'm thinking that sounds like a plan. Bet, bet, bet. All right. Well, shit then. Yeah. Uh, well, you boys got any, anything else we want to say before we get up out of here? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. All right. Bet. Well, yeah. Well, we've been chilling. Um, 
hit us up obliviouspod at gmail.com obliviouspod1 on instagram sorry no obliviouspod1 on twitter at obliviouspod on instagram uh raywing twitch.tv slash raywing for rage i can twitch.tv slash oblivious juarez for your boy gooby goob and then twitch.tv slash dj underscore goof underscore troop uh for yours truly uh yeah stick with us you know stay with us you know what that is you know what it is you know how it is uh tell us you love us tell us we're pretty get in the chat all that good shit but yeah we're gonna get out of here until next time for juarez for ray for the ghost of craig i'm jay we're oblivious and we out peace The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes, DeQuinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson. We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Meridian, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at ObliviousPod.com. There, you can find a link to our Patreon. Our email is ObliviousPod at gmail.com, Instagram at ObliviousPod, and Twitter at ObliviousPod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Ray Jocan, at LaQuenza, and at Oblivious Stokes. I'll be on Instagram at Chuki.